0: listening to County Conversations, a podcast brought to you by the New York State Association of Counties. Today, we're happy to be joined by our partners from the New York State Industries for the Disabled to talk about how counties can meet procurement needs and create meaningful employment for individuals with disabilities. Jennifer Lawrence and Katie Tucci of NYSID join NYSAC's Deputy Director Mark Levine to discuss the affordable products and services NYSID offers and the positive impact of a workforce that includes empowered individuals with disabilities.
1: Good afternoon. Welcome to County Conversations. Today, it is my pleasure to introduce our guests from the New York Industries for the Disabled. We have Katie Tucci, the Upstate Regional Sales Manager, and Jennifer Lawrence, the Director of Marketing and Communications. NISAC has been a partner of NISID for several years now, and we have an opportunity to talk about uh, how NISID helped New York get through the pandemic. Uh, the the counties that NYSID is working for, the types of work that NYSID does for counties, and just the overall partnership that we have with NYSAC and NYSID. Thank you again for joining us. First, I want to start with the basic question for our audience. Jennifer, what is NYSID, and can you talk about NYSID's mission and what you do in New York State?
2: Sure, Uh, NYSID stands for New York State Industries for the Disabled, Inc. We are a private not-for-profit business. Uh, Our mission is advancing employment and other opportunities for individuals with disabilities. Now, we do that through a network of member agencies who uh, provide many services to individuals with disabilities. Uh, Agencies like the ARCs in every county and other uh, private not-for-profits uh, who are supporting individuals with disabilities from life skills to employment and that's where it comes in because we uh, find employment through a contracting process that New York State uh, oversees, which is called the Preferred Source Program. So the customers like uh, NISAC members, the different counties, uh, it allows them to purchase goods and services uh, outside the bidding process. um, And we uh, help facilitate the workforce that will uh, make that contract come to life through um, individuals with disabilities uh, and their employment abilities. So it's um, been around for 45 years uh, plus, and, uh, you know, it's grown over the years. Uh, More and more people are served every year. Uh, About 6,000 people have a job on a NICED contract annually, Uh, even during COVID, uh, when some, some of us and some individuals with disabilities in particular were uh, not employed. Uh, many individuals with disabilities on NISID contracts really were essential workers keeping government businesses uh, open uh, anywhere from the subway stations to courthouses. So uh, there, there's a lot of story here. It's, it's hard to drill it down in a few words.
1: There is a lot of story here and we're going to get to as much of it as we possibly can in the next half hour. Or so how does, how does NISID help uh, the individuals that, that are the disabled workers, the, the workforce, and the economy. I'm going to go back to you, Jennifer, and then we'll go to uh, Katie after that.
2: Sure. Um, well, when an individual with a disability earns a paycheck, uh, they're just like us where the economy is concerned. You know, we shop locally. Um, they go to you know their local businesses. They eat in their local restaurants. Uh, go to the movies. Attend sporting events. Um, it, it's just it enables people to be economically uh, or financially secure uh, without you know receiving a, a social service assistance. As, as programs like that go away, um, it's more important than ever that an individual with a disability earns their own way, and, and also it gives them the same intangibles that we get, you know, self-worth, independence, um, camaraderie, you know, you meet people through work, um, and, and it's no different for them, and it, it, these days, individuals with disabilities are included more and more in society in every way. Uh, they don't uh, necessarily go to a workshop program. They may self-transport by public transportation to a job in their community, and you know, you s- see them as a coworker. Um, you know, we we at NISA have uh, individuals with disabilities on our staff, and you know, we all work together, and it's an an inclusive environment. And that's really just what every person deserves is that chance to be included.
1: That's right. That's 6,000 individuals across the state of New York on an annual basis and and their families. So it's a really, really critical, important program.
2: Yeah. By extension, their loved ones, Uh, you know, parents feel, you know, good knowing that their child you know is gaining more and more independence over the years as you know the parents start to think about you know their own future and um, you know a program like the preferred source program is just you know it's it's just a gateway to so many different things
1: great thank you very much Um, Katie can you drill down into what the preferred source program is for our listeners
0: Sure. Absolutely. The Preferred Source program um, was set aside through um, and established through uh, Section 162 of the New York State Finance Law, um, which uh, helps to advance special social and economic goals related to the employment of New Yorkers with disabilities. Uh, Through this law, um, when certain commodity or service offerings meet the purchasing needs of a state or local government agency, um, public benefit corporation and some public authorities, these purchases must be made through the preferred source program. Um, NICID is a facilitating agency that's a part of this preferred source program. Um, And the program helps to put trained individuals with disabilities in our member agencies to work on contracts for the approved products and services um, for government marketplace. We have a really strong history of purchasing goods and services through NYSID uh, that help meet the ever changing procurement needs. Um, we have an array of services and commodities. Um, you know, our services range anywhere from data entry and imaging to secure document destruction, janitorial, groundskeeping, and lawn maintenance, courier services, industrial laundry meal prep and delivery, furniture repair and refurbishment, um, mailing, janitorial, industrial laundry, photocopy and reproduction, and temp services, and electronics recycling. So we have an array of different services that we can offer our customers all across the state. Um, And in terms of commodities, we range anywhere from apparel to burden food and service, Green cleaning supplies safety supplies healthcare and maintenance operations. And I do want to point out that every service and commodity that we provide at least 51% of the work that is being done is done by individuals with disabilities.
1: So that's a lot of programs and a, a, or a lot of uh, commodities, and a lot of services that you provide. So if a county wants or needs to do any of those things, they don't have to go out to RFP, correct?
0: Exactly. And that's, um, you know, something that NYCID is really proud of that working through the preferred source and with NYCID, we are a no bid solution so that we help save, you know, counties and our customers a lot of time. Headache and costs associated with going out to these RFPs.
1: But a county official who may be listening may be thinking, "Yeah, but are you competitive in terms of the costs to the county?" So how do you answer that question for any county official who may be wondering that?
0: Absolutely, Nice. It has an oversight, uh, the Office of General Services (OGS), um, and said the New York State Education Department, there are oversights, um, and the OGS, with any um, service and or contract that we go to, NYSED is required to be within at least 15% of competitive market pricing. So working with NYSED, you don't have to go out to bid, but you also know that the pricing that we're submitting to you has to be competitive within market. And our oversights, we have a great relationship with both of our oversights. Um, in which you know, we have to demonstrate that any proposal that we give to our customers, uh, counties especially, that you know, we are being competitive and within market
1: pricing. Great, thank you. Now, you know, it is, uh, it's almost July, it's the end of June of 2021. We have experienced uh, uh, an incredible year and a half, uh, with counties battling the coronavirus pandemic and uh, NICE had really stepped up and helped New York State get through this. Can you talk a little bit about the, some of the unsung heroes that worked with your agencies for counties and other entities across the state over the last year and a half?
2: they were unsung. I think we we did a good job of making sure that uh, many of these individuals were recognized as essential and uh, we have an annual event every year in the fall where we honor individuals with disabilities for uh, outstanding performance and uh, the four individuals that were honored last year all in some way shape or form contributed to uh, COVID efforts where they lived. Uh, one fellow, um, he he works at the production center out in Amsterdam where uh, sanitizers were being made in great volume. Uh, took on a lot of responsibility to help train other people. Really stepped his game up, and um, you know was working extra hours and just uh, a real leader among his peers. Uh, somebody who. You know, at the start of his employment, uh, you know, years ago was very quiet and shy uh, um, person who is on the spectrum. And um, he really, you know, came into his own through uh, a, a crisis like COVID. Um, another fellow uh, was uh, a essential custodian at the uh, Metropolitan Transportation Authority in, in the Brooklyn office. Uh, which was an essential building because this is where the subways are run out of. And, you know, he was there every day doing his job cleaning uh, to very high standards because so much of the cleaning had to be brought up to um, uh, higher disinfection uh, standards uh, due to the virus. And, um, you know, there were so many stories like this. Uh, These are just... (laughs) you know, a few of the many whose, whose jobs were directly involved in keeping their their own community safe. And and I really think because it's their own community that they, you know, they really took it to heart that, um, you know, this is where they lived and they did not want, you know, the virus, you know, killing people in their own backyard. I mean, they really, uh, it just, just really, uh, not the first time, uh, Preferred source workers on our contracts stood up for New York State. I mean, there's so many uh, historical examples. And nice, it's short history. Uh, Superstorm Sandy, uh, even 9/11. I mean, you know, flood emergencies in Schoharie County. Every every, and I'm sure even big snowstorms out west. Uh, people with disabilities, uh, you know, performing janitorial and snow removal. I mean, you know, they just they they really believe in. Um, you know, doing their best, no matter what the need is. So uh, last year was just a continuation of that.
1: Well, thank you. And, and uh, yeah, they are heroes and they did a great job and we appreciate that. And we appreciate you bringing them all, uh, uh, you know, organizing them and, and, uh, um, and helping to activate uh, these workers for all these different jobs over the last mm-hmm. year and a half. Yeah.
2: Well, sure. I mean, we do that in conjunction with our member agencies too. And this is something that many of them done for, you know, longer than we have. And they really support a person across their their needs. Um, you know, a lot of them have residential programs and you you want to talk about essential workers, anybody that was, you know, responsible for a group home and, you know, other needs of individuals with disabilities in the last year. I mean, what they were doing, uh, you know, is far and away. <laughs> Impressive isn't the right word. And, um, you know, some of this is done in very small communities where, uh, you know, the member agency to is one of the biggest employers, if not the biggest employers, um, because of the rural nature of the area. I mean, they need people to, you know, drive the vans that take individuals with disabilities to programs and employment. They need people to, you know, live in the houses uh, so that they have support. I mean, they just they employ hundreds of people uh, through their organization. So, nice it is as a small part of that. We're proud to be associated with our members and represent the individuals who work on the contracts.
1: That's great. Thank you. Thank you for, you know, uh, highlighting the, the importance and the, of the member agencies. So, so Katie, if a county wants to work with a member agency in their, in their community, how would they go about doing that? Or how do they do that now?
0: Sure, well, I do wanna point out too that um, you know, we have over a hundred member agencies and you know, I believe over 40 corporate partners across New York state. So we have a large geographic reach Um, You know, we probably have a member agency almost in every county or in conjunction, um, you know, pretty close to every county. So our geographic reach is, you know, quite large. And each of our members, you know, really specialize in expertise in certain services and commodities. So if a county is interested in any of the services or commodities, uh, through our commodities they can access um, and order right online through our new portal. And for services, they can go ahead and reach out to myself or to, um, you know, my downstate counterpart, uh, Jim Ring, right uh, through our website. They have a a number or an email that they can reach out to us um, for any questions or concerns or, you know, any potential interest to see if we offer any said service or commodity that they're looking for. We have um, account reps all across New York State. In um, Western, the capital region of Upstate New York, Westchester, um, New York City, and Long Island. So we have a, a large geographic reach, and you know everyone is very easily accessible either by phone or email.
1: Is there a most popular or most used commodity or service that uh, a county might uh, embark in, embark on?
0: I believe uh, as of right now, our janitorial services have, you know, are kind of the bread and butter of the services that we offer. They're definitely our most popular, but uh, data imaging has certainly grown over the few years, um, especially with customers really wanting to get away with leaving such a heavy paper trail. Uh, With that obviously goes secure document destruction. Our grounds um, and lawn keeping services have certainly grown. Um, granted that's seasonal work, but that's something that, you know, we see across the state as a huge service come spring, summer, and fall. In terms of commodities, our apparel um, is, is huge. You know, we can do personalized uniforms or t-shirts um, for school districts or, you know, counties, uh, their, their workers. Um, you know, within the past year and a half, our PPE and hand sanitizer has been huge and we've been a great uh, provider of that during the pandemic, Um, you know, I know we've sold that to a lot of counties Um, and you know with with also the pandemic being said, you know, and I know Jennifer touched on this that, um, you know, our member agencies were huge in stepping up and providing this emergency disinfecting services. Um, A lot of this also was to help keep, you know, the local state and government buildings and programs open during the pandemic. We were huge with providing these disinfecting services, um, you know, within, sometimes within 24 to 48 hours to set up, you know, pop up testing sites or vaccine sites, our member agencies are there. So you can be confident that the janitorial services that we do provide are not just the normal janitorial services. We have the expertise in providing that high-touch disinfecting services as well that I think really will be the norm now in a lot of the janitor- janitorial scopes that our customers will be looking for.
1: I agree. I don't think uh, that, that uh, phenomenon is going away even though this, <laughs> the, the state of emergency has been lifted. I think we're, we're still in this pandemic and yep. uh, you know we're, we're not out of the woods yet. We're still working on it. Our counties are working hard to get through it. Uh, so yeah, those services are definitely critical.
0: Absolutely, and I think that definitely provides, you know, as our the state, you know, is opened and and everyone is starting to get back to this new norm, it definitely provides um, some assurance to the staff working in these buildings and the public coming in and out that they know that they are getting this high quality disinfecting and that they can feel safe returning to work and safe coming back out into their community into their. Local businesses and local government uh, buildings.
1: Thank you, Katie uh, Jennifer. So, and you're you're the director of marketing and communications, and you're. Uh, responsible, or you, you sit in the mission, vision, and strategy area of NYCID. Can you talk a little bit about what you think the next couple of years of this, uh, um, of NYCID and the member agencies, are you thinking about how you can work with more uh, entities and organizations across New York, and how can counties help with that?
2: Well, you know, our membership has changed a lot in recent years. Uh, in particular, there have been a lot of mergers at the ARC level, but there are many other not-for-profits who are serving individuals with disabilities that can become a nice and member agency, and we're always looking to grow that part of it. Uh, Katie mentioned that we have about 40 corporate partners, and those are private sector businesses who... Uh, take on a contract on an individual basis they they have to have a they have to have an, a bona fide contract in partnership with one of our member agencies to be a corporate partner it's it's not a a guarantee for life um, uh, and you know we're still looking for other businesses that will allow individuals with disabilities to get into other areas. Katie mentioned, uh, the document and data imaging projects. I mean, much of that is done through corporate partners that did not exist when I came to NYSID 20 odd years ago. It, so some of the more tech, technology driven jobs are, are coming for those, you know, who, you know, because an individual with disability has a wide range, you know, we serve a lot of different people. We serve you know, some older folks who would have been in the system for many years who are, you know, need a more structured environment. And we have a lot of young people, you know, with, with uh, the spectrum disorder booming in the diagnosis is just putting more and more potential employees into the workforce at a very high rate. And we have one age member agency that that's the population they serve and they make uh, custom apparel in a very high tech, busy environment. So, you know, we're looking to take on new areas of service, not just, you know, we, we still sell some of the same products that, that uh, were here when I got here years ago, like uh, file, uh, file boxes, but those file boxes contain the records that are now going to be scanned into, you know, electronic imaging. So it all works together. We, we still sell college blue books because they still use them. And, you know, when you, Take, do essays in, in specific classes. Um, so, but we're, you know, we're always looking to grow and change um, just like the rest of the business world. We really are a business.
1: Great, thank you. Yeah, the document uh, imaging, I, I, I picture every time you say that, like a county clerk's office trying to uh, digitize all of the documents, but it probably right. expands way beyond the, the county clerk. Is that correct?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It is. We, I mean, we can do tons of work with, you know, multiple departments within counties. I mean, the county clerk's office, um, you know, really anyone that has a paper trail, um, you know, this is the type of work that we can provide data imaging services for. I mean, some of our, um, you know, largest customers are counties um, because they really are conscious about not having, you know, boxes and rooms full of Um, you know, paper. And a lot of the times it's a lot easier now once we have a system set up um, that our member agencies can provide when they do this data imaging service. Um, You know, when someone comes in for a copy of their marriage license or, um, you know, a death certificate of a family member that's passed away or, you know, anything along those lines, um, you know, it's much easier to go ahead and, you know, search it quickly, um, you know, in a software database that we set up and be able to hit print than it is to go back into a room and go through and you know uh, really kind of find it you know in a physical manner in, in boxes or or anything like that. So we're it's so much more than just getting documents. It's really a, a solution that we provide and sell to our customers.
1: Would you say uh, every county or most counties work with uh, your member agencies or? Uh, are, are we still trying to expand the work that we're doing at the county level with nice and in your member agencies?
0: We're always trying to expand, um, you know, the services that we do with counties. We certainly have some great, um, you know, counties that have been huge supporters of us. Uh, I know Jennifer had mentioned previously this great program um, and award ceremony that we have annually, um, and some, um, you know, counties have been. Uh, awarded our Customer of the Year, uh, Dutchess County in 2018, Rockland County in 2017, Westchester in 2012, Oneida in 2007, Orange in 2005, and Westchester again in 1998. So, um, you know, those are just a few that have been, um, you know, received our award. But, you know, we have some great support out west uh, with Monroe County, Um, you know, even up north in St. Lawrence County, um, you know, we have in Albany County, we have a lot of free support within the counties, Um, but I think, you know, there's so much more that we can offer and I think that's what we are really trying to hone in on is the education process that, you know, we may provide one or two services to these counties, but there's so much more that our members can provide to them as an easy solution for them. And I think you know. Well, we are a preferred source, and you don't have to go out to bid. Um, You know, we do provide you know that relief and you know save money, time, and stress for them. Um, We don't want to be you know just a preferred source solution. We want to be you know your your choice, your preferred choice. You know, for any type of service or commodity that you're looking for.
1: Great. Thank you. Uh, Jennifer, is there anything that I haven't asked that we should be talking about uh,
2: this morning? Um, no, I think we we covered the the uh, you know the purpose of it and, and who it supports. Um, I just you know for me personally, the contact that I've had with you know many individuals with disabilities over the years as our annual award winners has really enriched my life. Outside of just what I do for a living, I think it brings you uh, more empathy toward others. You can apply it to your own challenges and say, you know, that that's really not so bad because look at what so and so has experienced. I um, it, it's it's probably I, I I think we many of us here at NICID work for the mission uh, because it, it touches our life. And NICID was recently recognized by the Times Union. As a top employer, a top workplace, uh, there are a number of, you know, other businesses in the area like the Stewarts chain and, um, you know, some other people in our world, the not-for-profit world. And I think when you, you work in not-for-profit, you, you see, the world from a different lens, and, um, you know, it's it's just that the warm and fuzzies uh, are. are, are you know, what get you through the the days that are more about, you know, just meeting, you know, supply and demand of your customers. Uh, at the end of the day, there's there's a person's job on the line in, in, when a contract, you know, is, is in trouble for per se or, or, you know, canceled because of, you know, COVID. At the end of the day, there's, there's somebody's uh, Stability and independence and, and, you know, so we we, I think we we fight for the people because, you know, we 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 know them. I feel like I know them when I go to a member agency and I see some familiar faces. I mean, they may not remember me, but, you know, they touched me when I met them. So, uh, you know, there's a responsibility to to meet that through, you know, the work that I do and what Katie does and other people here. Um, and you know we just would like to do more of it through more customers because at the end of the day it will be more jobs.
1: Great thank you well said. Uh, Katie uh, any last words to our counties and and how they might contact you or or your partner in downstate uh, and and, uh, going forward?
0: Absolutely and I'm happy you know to provide my direct um, cell phone number and my email, as well as my counterpart as well. Or again, you can always access it through our website, Um And I think just, you know, to touch on what Jennifer said, um, you know, NYSID, um is so much more um, than just, you know, a preferred source. We really are You know, um, a member based organization, and we're really proud of that. Um, And we advocate for the employment of these individuals and the employment opportunities. Uh, Just as kind of how Jennifer touched, we see firsthand how a job can really make a difference in anyone's Mm -hmm. life. It encourages the self confidence, the social skills, and independence uh, that earning a paycheck and to not rely on state assistance programs and You know, I think the counties, um, as some of our biggest supporters have seen that, um, you know, local individuals, local member agencies and organizations in their own backyards, um, you know, are being put to work in their own communities. And it's a beautiful story to tell, um, to have a, you know, a county support, it's local, um, you know, individuals and that are living right there and the money's going back into the community when these individuals work there. So, um, you know, we are proud to be just a small piece in that puzzle and in that happiness. And, uh, you know, it's something that we continue to wanna grow with counties and we appreciate their support, but uh, there's so many more individuals that we can work together to employ. So we look forward uh, to doing that throughout, you know, 2021, 2022, and as long as this program exists that will always be our goal is to advance employment for these individuals
2: well said
1: well said i agree so i want to thank uh, katie tucci the upstate regional sales manager and jennifer lawrence the director of marketing and communication for the New York State Industries for the Disabled. NYSID is a partner of NYSACS and has been working with our counties for several years now. If you have any questions or if you wanna explore NYSID and the the work of the member agencies, please visit their website. Thank you very much, uh, Katie and Jennifer for joining us.
0: Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of NYSAC's County Conversations podcast. Make sure to keep tuning in each Monday for new interviews and subscribe to stay up to date with the latest episodes.